AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists. Like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Moments like my daughter telling me a new joke mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palpocyclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? You are now tuned in to another episode of the Gangster Chronicles podcast. Now, unfortunately, I don't got none of my dogs here today, but I got another one of my dogs from Inkster, Michigan. SJ from the Connected Experience podcast. What's going on? What's going on? What's up, Steel? How you doing today? Oh, man, I'm just chilling, man. Another day in Southern City, California, man. I know you out there freezing your balls off, dog, right now, right? Yeah, it's cold out here, man. It's cold out here, but, you know, I love the winter, so it's it's cool with me. Well, I'm going to tell you what, bro. I turned my heat on last night, and it was only 69 degrees, and I thought about you. I said, it's cold. It's cold in here, man. Let me turn the heat up. But then I thought about you. I said, man, let me stop being ungrateful, man. But <laughs> I'm going to tell you, man, I love every guest that comes on this show, man. I appreciate them, man. But tonight, today, 
I'm feeling like a little kid again, man, because I remember in Northeast Ohio, man, when that hip hop bug first bit me, you know, it was an era, it was once upon a time when it wasn't 50 million rappers, dog, it wasn't no streaming services yet. The way you heard music was via tapes that just circulated through the hood. And everybody had a cousin, you know, you're from Michigan, I'm from Ohio originally. Everybody got a cousin that's from New York or somebody from New York coming down right, with the right, tapes yeah. and the new songs, right? That's how we got familiar with the new music. But I remember one night, man, rolling with my homeboys in the bucket. We got a tape, man. Um, cat named KRS One, man. For the bridge is over. Everybody was Juice Crew fans back then. We have a pivotal part of the Boogie Down Productions or the Beat Down Posse. Sometimes they were the Beat Down Posse. Am I correct? <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah. You know, depending on the situation. Yes. And I heard this man, he said, my brother Kenny Parker, my other brother ICU was much darker. And that's always study lyrics, man. Who was Kenny Parker? You start studying people. We have Kenny Parker in the house tonight. DJ Kenny Parker. D DJ Kenny Parker. Yes, sir. How you How doing? How you doing, brother? Man, yes. I'm good, man. We, we blessed to have you, man. Now, I want to hop straight into it. Let's go. First of all, man, those are some big shoes to fill, man. You care as one's little brother, right? Yes. You are his little brother. We're you only gotta... 10 months apart, though. So, you know, we, we I'm his younger brother, but I'm we really right, right there. Okay, so y'all should tussle from time to time then. Yeah. Yeah, not a lot. My mother would my mother wouldn't let us really, you know, she wouldn't let us tussle, but you know, he she used to she used to try to thug me out a little bit. Oh, for sure. <laughs> well, you know, that's that's KRS, that's the Blastmaster's presence, you know what I mean? Yeah, yes. So you got one of the brothers, man, that's arguably one of the greatest rappers of all time. Mm -hmm. Tell me how it all started, dog. Like, how did this all start? Did he decide that he was just, did you decide I'm gonna start DJing once he started doing what he was doing? Not at all. I mean, we we came up in the, we lived in the Bronx and Brooklyn. Um, we actually lived in the next building over from DJ Cool Herc on the day mm. that he invented hip hop, August mm. uh, 11th, I believe, 1973. 1520 Cedric Avenue is where they had that first party and it was considered the birth of hip hop. We lived at 1600 Cedric Avenue, which was the next building over from Cool Herc. Mm, we, actually was like, we was actually like on the same block as the beginning of hip hop. Although I was like seven years old. So, you know, when you're seven years old, you don't be nowhere near where the adults be. You know what I mean? If they doing something, Herc is Kirk. Probably was like 18 and I was like seven. So, you know, you don't be nowhere where 18 year olds are. Y'all go over there. You know what I mean? That's mm -hmm. how it was back in the 70s. But um, so that's, we was there for the foundation, but we were still too young. Fast forward like 1978, 79, we were living in Brooklyn at this point. And then hip hop finally arrived. It took a minute for hip hop to get from the Bronx to the other boroughs in New York. But when mm -hmm. it got to Brooklyn, like 78, 79, that's when we first started to hear this hip hop, but it was like real nasty tapes, you know, like you couldn't really hear it well because people would be recording off radios, just holding a radio up in the air. And that's how they made a tape. You're at a party, you hold a radio in the air, press record, and then that's how the tapes went around. So you can imagine they sound terrible. And then mm. Rapper's Delight hit. And when Rapper's Delight 
Sugar Hill Gang dropped in 79. That's the change. That changed everything. Because then it was like, well, wait, you can make a record? And I was like 12, 13 years old. But then my brother was like, I'm going to be a rapper. And now a word from our sponsors. How do we level the playing field for all entrepreneurs? 55% of white businesses survive the startup phase, while only 4% of black businesses do the same. So I want every black entrepreneur to know about the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative. The 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale 1 million black businesses by 2030, driving wealth creation for the black community. Out of 6 million employer-owned businesses in the U.S., only 2.3% have black ownership. This program gives black entrepreneurs tools and resources to level the playing field. From free business coaching to tailored training and extended free Shopify trial. Shopify's made a 10-year, multi-million dollar commitment to the program, and it's working. The initiative already started, supported, and engaged with over 334,000 black businesses, helping them operate businesses that sell anything from skateboards to coffee beans to apparel. Business owners love this program. Simone Harvin, founder of SC Creative Group, says, The 1 million black businesses experience for me was unlike any other program I've been a part of, primarily because it was for us and it was by us. Here at Drink Champs, we are always interacting with our listeners, many being black entrepreneurs. Shopify is one of those platforms that empowers and emboldens entrepreneurship. So chart your own path for business success with the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B-E-N, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash B-E-N. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Moments like seeing my son's team cheer him on mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palbocyclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR-positive HER2-negative NBC as the first hormonal-based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Moments like my daughter telling me a new joke mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palpocyclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. 
Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Moments like my daughter telling me a new joke mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palpocyclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep experts. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Mm. And I'm like, you're out of your mind. 
You know, <laughs> what are you crazy? You know, there was like five rappers at this time. And he said he's gonna be a rapper. So you know, I was like, I was like his first hater. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, was, I was the one always like, you can't do that. That's impossible. You know, there's no way. Look, we, you know, we were the poorest family in the whole area. Um, a lot going on. Crime. New York was the crime capital of America at that point in the 70s. Mm-hmm. We were timid, you know, mild-mannered kids. You know, we we weren't in any kind of like criminal activity. We used to like go to the library on our own and play sports, do like regular, you know, teenage stuff in this environment. And my brother's like, yeah, I'm going to grab the mic. I'm like, man, you are out of your mind. But I'm glad he didn't listen to me because, you know, from that point on, so from 79 on, he started wanting to be an MC. But it was it was an uphill battle. It was an uphill battle. So when did you get the bugs to jump on the turntables? This is years later. I mean, by the time I got on the turntables, BDP was like four albums deep. Mm. You know, I, I had uh, just graduated from college and um, I was just staying at Chris's house. I was fresh out of school. And um, he's a DJ as well. Uh, people don't mm. know Karis One DJs as well. He did a lot of the scratches that you've heard over the year over the years on BDP albums. KRS One did a lot of those scratches. Like um, like you mentioned the song My Philosophy. In the beginning, we go, so you're a philosopher? Yes. Ziggy Ziggy, yes. That's KRS scratching that. In the Breaking beginning. news, people. Breaking yeah. news. KRS was like quite a bit of scratching, yes. So I asked him to show me how to use the equipment just so I can make tapes for my Walkman, you know. But at this same time, D-Nice, who was the DJ of BDP, who replaced the late Scott LaRock, rest in peace, he was he was killed in 87. Mm-hmm. D-Nice replaced him, and D-Nice was going solo. So it just so happens that I was learning how to DJ right when D-Nice was going solo. So I kind of just slid, I kind of slid right into the group. Like, it was almost like a fluke. Like one minute it was like, show me how to work these turntables. Mm-hmm. And the next minute I'm in front of thousands of people. Wow, man, that's now, incredible. Now being a DJ, you were actually the first DJ to appear on the real world. Yes, I was I was the very first DJ to appear on a reality show. First DJ and producer to appear on a reality show. Shout out my homegirl Heather B. She was um in real she was on Real World season one. I remember and, that. Yes, and we went they we went to the studio just working on some music and MTV followed us to the studio. So that was episode 2. And at that time they didn't even know if the episodes were going to air. It was like an experiment. Just throw some kids into a house, film them. They didn't know what was going to happen. We didn't even know if we we're going to have material. So they were just following Heather and the other people around. So I happened to be part of what she was doing, so I got on episode 2. Which turned out to be the birth, you know, real world turned out to be the birth of um reality TV. So I kind of made some history. I didn't even, you know, I didn't even know what was gonna happen. And you well, and Heather B, y'all met at college, correct? Yes. Uh I was a senior in college and she was a freshman. And um she came in there and she was just so hood. I went to a a, a Catholic school, St. Peter's University. And um in in the four years that I was there, we never even really had a party in the dorms. Like, you know, you had to get like special permission to have a party, like in in writing, mm-hmm. just to have a party. 
Heather came there from the hood in Jersey. She brought the whole hood to the dorms and they had beers and chicken. And it was just like, yo, who is this person? That's how I met Heather. She she brought the whole hood to the dorms. So she was a part of um she was a part of Boogie Down Productions, wasn't she? Yes, like for a second during the entertainment uh album, Heather's on that album. When I met her, she was trying to be a rapper, and I introduced her to my brother. This is before I was even DJing. I introduced her to my brother. He took a liking to her, and they started working together. And then she ended up doing a, one song with him, and then she went off to do her own thing as well. That's dope. So it was a lot of people that spawned from Boogie Down Productions. Because I remember yeah. with D-Nice, I remember at one time, it was just this whole massive crew, because it went just from being KRS-1 and Scott LaRock to now he got a crew. Yeah, it was I mean there was a lot of people in the in the background, but you know, once Scott crew it started out as Karis One, Scott LaRock, D Nice. That was the original crew. Then Scott passed, and then D Nice became a DJ, and then more people like ICU and Miss Melody and uh Robocop and all these names that you hear, me, Kenny mm -hmm. Parker, and uh, all these names, then later on, uh Mad Lion and Channel Live. It's just like people just coming in and out of the crew. But, you know, that's how Chris is. Like, he'll try to put people on when he can. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I want to go back to the beginning a little bit. Like, yes. I want to go back. Cause to me, that was the exciting era. So at the time, because I know KRS was homeless, right? Yes. He was homeless. He was in homeless shelter for a minute. And he decided to go to war with one of the biggest factions at that time. You are talking about the almighty Jews crew. You're talking about Kane, Cool G Rap. They had so many tragedy Gaddafi. There were Biz. so many rappers, MC Shan, Biz Marky. Marky. And, and they was coming Ace. out with hits at Master Ace. And he decided to go at them. What was that all about, man? And what were you doing in the background? How did you feel during that time? Well, I was in college when this happened and um, I hadn't spoken to Chris for a while. He kind of disappeared. He was homeless at the time and I went off to school. Like we kind of had like a split. I went off to college and he disappeared. Mm. He reappeared talking about, I got a new rap group called Boogie Down Productions and they're about to play my song on Red Alert on Saturday. And back in those days, there was no rap on the radio at all. Maybe one or two songs might be on the radio and everything else was on the mix shows. So you might have like in New York, you might have LL Cool J or Run DMC. That's it. Everything else was in, on the radio. So Red Alert was a, like if he played your record, you, you made it to us. Like if Red Alert played your record, you were a star. Mm -hmm. So he was like, Red Alert's going to play my record on Saturday. I'm like, what? The Red Alert's going to play your song? What are you talking about? And that's kind of relationship we have. I'm always going at him about so I never believed in nothing. You know, it took me a while to, like, believe that this was real. So he said, okay, they're going to play my song tonight. So I'm like, okay, I'll listen. So I heard they played to South Bronx, South, South Bronx for the very first time. So I'm listening. I'm like, yo, this song is dope. But it sounds like you're going to MC Shan. You know, he's, he's he didn't say his name, but he's he's talking about, you know, hip hop didn't start in no Queensbridge. And if you come to the Bronx, you might get shot. Like he's talking reckless. Like in 86, this was reckless talk on a record. 
and he's talking about MC Shan, who had a big hit called The Bridge. Apparently, MC Shan had a big hit called The Bridge, produced by Marley Mall. I remember that. Right. And this was a big record in New York. And he talked about Queensbridge projects being the place to be. So Karis One and Scott LaRock wanted to be down with the Juice Crew. That's how it all started. They came to the studio to meet Mr. Magic, who was on the radio. He was like the equivalent of Red Alert, but on another station, WBLS, mm-hmm. did that the Juice Crew had. He wanted to be down with the Juice Crew. Him and Scott LaRock came with their demo. Mr. Magic, we please listen to our demo. Magic was like, this is terrible. Y'all are bums. You'll never be as good as MC Shan. Get out. Threw them out of the studio. So Were you there for home. that? Or no, did he tell not, you that? Okay. I was not there for that. This is what he told me later. Because that sounds raw. <laughs> that was very disrespectful. So I didn't get all this yet. I just heard the South Bronx. I had to get the backstory after I heard the record. Okay, okay. So, you know, him and Scott, they're, they're on the train riding back to the Bronx. In New York, everybody's on the train. Nobody had, nobody had a car. Nobody in the 80s had a car. Unless you were making money. So, um... They're on the train, they're riding back, and Chris is like, he said, I'm not better than Shan. I'm going to show him. I'm going at Shan. You know, that 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 motivated him. So he made a record called The South Bronx saying, basically, F Queensbridge, y'all didn't start nothing. Hip-hop started in the Bronx, and this is how it goes. So now when I heard this record, and I'm like, you this Shan, I immediately called him. I'm like, yo, because I like the MC Shan. I, I like the Juice Crew. At mm-hmm. this point, Kane, Kane wasn't out yet. Mm-hmm. And and G G Rap, G Rap might not even have been out because he had it's a demo, but that might have not even been out yet. The Juice Crew was Kane, was Biz Markie, Roxanne Shantae, MC Shan, Molly Mall was was the at that point was the beef of the yeah, yeah, G Rap and Kane didn't come to a little bit later on. Like yeah, like maybe eighty seven. They were they, they were around. Uh-huh. Yeah, they were around, but they weren't like official. Like if you had said Big Daddy Kane in eighty six, people were like you know who's Kane? You know he was there, but he wasn't like out yet. Biz didn't bring him out yet. Mm-hmm. So when I heard the record, I'm like, yo, it sound like you did Shan. He was like, yeah, like real calm, like yeah. And I I warned him. I was like, yo. Shan is dope. I said it to him just like, yo, Shan is dope, man. Like, are you sure? And he was like, he's aight. And I'm like, aight? Like, Shan is not aight. Shan, to me, was dope. So I'm like, well, you know, I'm happy you got a record out. I love your record, but, you know, be warned. You know they're going to come. So that was really my opinion. Like, you know they're coming. (laughs) You know what I mean? I didn't believe. Like, you know, this is my brother. You know, I'm like, you know, we used to argue over socks you know what i mean and now you got a record out going against the biggest crew in new york i didn't believe that he could i didn't even believe he made a record i forget forget battling i couldn't even believe he had a record out so um then shan answered the south bronx with a record called kill that noise and he was going, South Bronx, kill that noise. And they was playing it. Um, um, Molly Maul was playing it on the radio. And I was like, oh, man, I knew it. Like, I thought it was the end of his career. Like, I told you not to mess with Shan. This is what I was saying to him. Like, for a bit, I told you not to mess with Shan. I told you like that. This is what I'm saying to him, like an idiot. 
And then and then when he pressed play on the bridge is over, what did you think then? Well, how he told when I'm saying to him, I told you not to mess with Shan, he said, I got the answer. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists, like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Moments like seeing my son's team cheer him on mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palbociclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR-positive HER2-negative NBC as the first hormonal-based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid Mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary in Indulges your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. 
Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Moments like seeing my son's team cheer him on mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palbocyclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep experts. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. 
Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Moments like my daughter telling me a new joke mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palpocyclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values, premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary in Indulges your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. And I'm like, what do you mean you got the answer? He just made the record a week ago. He's like, I got the answer. I'm like, what is it? He said, it's called The Bridge Is Over. And I'm like, The Bridge Is Over? How does it go? Like, I'm talking to him like, like, The Bridge Is Over. How does it go? And he says, well, it has a reggae bass line. You know, it's like, doom, 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 doom. I'm like, oh, that's whack. That's what I said to him. Like, oh, that's whack. But y'all was introduced to reggae pretty early. Y'all was actually introduced to Bob Marley pretty early. So yes. when he said it had the reggae bass line, that kind of threw you for a loop because that hadn't even been that hadn't happened in rap yet. At that point in rap, reggae music, which was huge in New York, but and hip hop was completely separate. Like all of the genres were separate. R and B, rock, 
reggae and, and hip hop was all completely separate. They didn't play the music in the club together, it was separate. So Run DMC came with um, Walk This Way and they merged rock and rap together. And then here comes KRS merging reggae and hip hop because of our, our background. But at the time when he said, this is 86, at the time when he's saying this, it's like, this dude just dissed you and you're going to do a reggae record? Like, what are you, like, I'm like, you know, what are you talking that the doom, 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 like, this is, this, you're, you're, you're over. This is how I'm talking to him. <laughs> so he just starts laughing. He's laughing at me and he goes, I'm going to do, I'm going to do the record tonight at this club called Union Square. Just come to Union Square. I'm going to do the record tonight. So I'm like, all right, I'll come check it out. You know, so we got to Union Square. It was packed. They're performing. They throw on South Bronx. People in the crowd start going, kill that noise. Kill that noise. I'm like, ah, oh, I, I told you. I knew this. So Chris <laughs> is going, what? Kill that noise. Say it louder. Loud. He starts egging them on. Like, say it louder. And I'm like, what is he doing? He's like, louder. Kill that noise. So they're like, kill that noise. He stops the music, says, hit it, Scott. And he throws on this beat. This is the first time we're all hearing it in club and you know it comes on doom 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 do with the drums and i'm like oh but everybody's quiet like oh and then he goes the bridge is over the bridge is over but bye bye everybody just started screaming yo people just going nuts that's how i heard it for the first time and i want to say that the same feelings that you had for Shane, that's what we was in Ohio talking about. We were talking about this like it was professional wrestling or something like that. Yeah. Well, I don't know, because they might get such and such and they may do this. But when I heard that, I said, man, it's a wrap. KRS-One crushed them. It was a, that night, because no one had ever said anyone's name like that before in a record. Like, and you know, people said, would... Roxanne Chante is only good for good steady for fucking. Yeah, and, and Molly yeah. Mall sucking and... You ain't nothing in BDP and whack. I'm like, yo. Oh, this is hit them up. Like the first yeah, hit them up. But <laughs> no one had ever done it before. Yeah. So it was even more disrespectful. Like he's talking about people that everybody know. Mr. Magic and Marley Maul on the radio were the biggest thing on the radio. This is like, they're like the biggest shows. Like Red Alert and, 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 and Marley Maul. They were in competition too, the two radio stations. But this is a huge station. He said Mr. Magic's mouth is used for sucking. Right. What? Is only good really for good for fucking. In 86, oh they wasn't even really cursing on records like that. So now for let, him let, to say, let me ask you this. Mm -hmm. How did y'all make it out the club that night? Like <laughs> how I don't did y'all make it? Because I was in a coma. I, I I was screaming so loud, I don't even remember. I'm like, yo, because it's like, it's two things. You're getting, this dude, KRS-One, is ridiculous. And I'm getting, that's my brother. So it's like, a, you know, I'm getting hit with two things at one time. My brother is up there, and this guy, KRS-One, is ridiculous. You know what I mean? So I, I don't even know how I left the club. I, they they might have reeled me. I don't, everybody was screaming. You got to say, people was losing it. Because nobody had even really chatted in like a reggae style, like the way he was doing it. You know, and he's at that time, nobody had did that before. So everything was hitting you new.
he was kind of like the first evolution in rap, I would say. He was the first evolution in hip hop because when he came with that, won't you suck at MCs? Won't you please come out the play? What I heard that, I said, Oh my god, he's unstoppable. Everybody was like, What is he said? Yeah, did he day in a wreck? Like, what what is this? Like, you know, and you're getting I was getting it live. And then you know, they gave Red Alert a copy of the record. So the following week, Red Alert plays the record on the radio like for 15 minutes straight. You know, he's just, he just let his whole show be the bridge is over. You know, he just kept starting it from the beginning, from the beginning, from the beginning. So you just, now you're hearing you like, this is, you knew, you knew like this was to be something different. You knew it. And so this was before KRS, what was he on? Was he on Sleeping Bag Records at the time? No, he was on B-Boy Records. B-Boy Records. Was a, um, this was like the first, it was an independent. This was the first time they had ever done rap records. They used to make porn movies and they made, they was doing like, they put out like some independent records and they was making porn movies in the back, like porn. Yeah, and, New York used to be the capital of porn. Yeah, before, well, Cali is, the, the, I mean, they Cali got it locked, but um. Yeah, they was making porn and, you know, Chris and Scott was looking for a record deal and they looked in like the paper and saw B-Boy Records make it right. And they just went down there with South Bronx and <laughs> the bridge is over. These people are like, we'll put it out. What do we have to lose? And they wound up getting jerked on that record, didn't they? What happened? They wound up getting jerked on that record, didn't Ridiculously they? Ridiculously jerked. I mean, from the stories Chris told me, they made no money. Zero. And those were for big none records. They made they when they did South Bronx, South Bronx in New York was on regular rotation on the radio every day. It was that big. Cause you know, the Bronx went crazy when that record came out. Um, and the bridge is over. When they got their check for the two records combined, Chris told me it was five hundred dollars. Oh wow. For both records combined to split with Scott LaRock and Dean Heist. So it's 250 and 250, and then you break off D nice. That's the, so Chris was really ready to quit. He was like, I'm done. And Scott was like, No, 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 let's put out the criminal minded album anyway. And they knew they was gonna get jerked, and they still was like, We're gonna put this out and make a name for ourselves, and then we can get a better deal. So when they made they put out the criminal minded album, they knew they wasn't gonna get any money. This is how Chris explained it to me. So they was jerked from the beginning. So simultaneously, though, you are actually in college on a basketball scholarship while all yes. of this is happening, right? Yes. So explain how this is affecting your life because he shout you out in the big, the first rap shout out, and now you still playing basketball. Like, how is how is are do you have NBA aspirations? Is the NBA really a thing, or are you just strictly going to get an education from at the scholarship? that time? At that time. You know, every basketball pl player dreams of, of going to the league. I mean, you know, that that's everyone's dream. Only like, you know, 0.000% of basketball players ever make it to the league. But at that time, you know, I'm playing college basketball. I'm dreaming of going to the league. But I was a regular college student. You know, when Criminal Minded album came out, which was huge in New York City, I didn't really tell that many people. Like, you know, that's my brother, but... You know, I, I, you know, people in the campus knew, but it wasn't that big a deal. It was the next album when he dropped my philosophy and he said, my brother's name is Kenny. 
that's Kenny Parker. My other brother, ICU, is much darker. And I had no idea he was going to say that. So I heard it record on the radio just like everybody else. I'm like, yo. And from that point on, my life changed the next instantaneously. Like the next day, I was like a star walking around. People was giving me demo tapes and where's your brother? And oh my God, can we take a picture? And all of this stuff. And I'm a, I'm a regular college student. You know what I mean? Like I, I didn't, I didn't ask for the shout out, but it changed my life. Let me ask you a question. Did you have a girlfriend at that time? Yes. I bet you that caused major problems for you, didn't it? Yeah, but it was so, I, I, I was trying to, let me, let me see how, how can I put this? I was so regular that it took a minute for all of this to really hit me because people people that didn't even speak to me on campus were all of a sudden like, yo, what's up? Like, you know what I mean? It, it, it hit me. It was almost awkward because I'm like, I didn't do anything. Right. And you I mean, actually played basketball. So yeah, that was, yeah, so it's yeah like, I was on the team and, and, yeah. and people from the opposing team were coming up to me on the layup line going, yo, are you the Kenny Parker? And I'm like, yeah, we about to play a game. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm bugging. I'm bugging. Like, we, you know, I'm supposed to not like you. Like, you know, we about to go to war on the court. And you're sitting there talking to me before the game. It was just, it was just so odd, but it was incredible. It, it changed my life completely. Mm. Yeah. So now let's fast forward a little bit. You become the de facto DJ for BDP, right? Yes. There are so many pivotal moments that he had that he had. Now you got to deal with B Boy Records. I assume you get out of that and Jive comes into the picture. Yes. In eighty-eight. Uh right after the Criminal Minded album, Scott was killed in the Bronx. And um they were about to sign a deal with a big major label. And when Scott was killed, the label was like, Well, BDP is over. Scott LaRock is dead. Which I always thought was odd because it's like, well, the guy who wrote all the rhymes is right standing right there. But they were like, no, we don't want to sign BDP anymore because Scott's gone. But Jive Records was like, we'll take Karis one. <laughs> you know what I mean? We'll take him. You know what I'm saying? So he signed to Jive in 88. And then um, I came along two albums after that. I came along like 89 was when I became a DJ. Right? Like the beginning of 90. Now you were a DJ with a you were a hip hop DJ with a degree in psychology. Yes, I graduated from college with a bachelor's degree in psychology, and months later, I was the DJ for BDP. I had no idea that was I. Had, you can't even imagine. It. I didn't even know how to DJ. Maybe three or four months early, I was just like, "Can you show me how to work the turntable so I can make a tape?" That's that was my dream, just to make a tape for my Walkman. Four months later, I'm on tour, thousands of people every night. Now, do you think that came so naturally because how close that you and KRS actually are? Because with y'all being ten months apart, y'all actually share the same age at one point. That's called yeah. Irish twins. So, like, yes, yes, I, I heard you say at some point, like, you actually introduced him to basketball and to all the things that y'all did as kids. So by the time this come along, y'all already got like a one-two punch. Do you think that's why DJing came so easy to you? Well, I don't know. I mean, when we were kids, actually, I was really the lead growing up. 
you know, Chris really followed what I did. Like, if I wanted to play ball, he played ball. We played a game called Skelly in the street. If I played Skelly, he played Skelly. All of our friends were my friends. Even the guys he made his first tape with was guys I used to deliver newspapers with. It's when hip-hop happened that it switched, and he became, like, the lead. But um, our report DJing, I think I think me, me being his brother had a huge part of me becoming a DJ. I mean, I'm right there. Like, I'm practically living at his house, and he needs a DJ. Who better than my brother who's right there, you know? So he's basically training me. He was training me to DJ for BDP is what it was. Like, he trained me to DJ for him. This is how he liked the records to come on. This is what I need you to do. So that was like my training. But yeah, I think our relationship had a huge part to do with it. Let me ask you this, Kenny, because I, I left Cleveland, Ohio to come out here to play football at Exuco because I didn't have grades coming out of high school. So I kicked California in 1988. I'm 17 years old and I come out here, man, I'm brand new. And at every house party, we used to have house parties because they called me Ohio. I was a dude from Ohio. <laughs> so you just yeah. got the name Ohio. You know, right? Ohio, and I swear, at one point, every other record that came on was either EPMD record or a KRS One record. Did you realize how big you guys were here on the West Coast? Not at first. Um, I went on a tour with my brother when his second album came out. I'd never, you know, been really out of state that much, other than to play ball. And we went to Ohio. He did a show in Ohio and um, in an arena, 20,000. I forgot what, I forgot the big arena that was in Ohio where the Cleveland Cavaliers played, wherever that was yeah. in 88. Um, and everybody knew all the words to the song from the album. I couldn't believe it. Like, y'all not from New York. Like, in my mind, if you're not from New York, you're not going to be up on this. I, that's how I'm thinking. And you get to Ohio and a whole arena knows all the words to the song. I'm bugging like, yo, I can't believe my brother is really doing it like this. Because, you know, I, I'm such a skeptic. I didn't believe all the way up, you know, the bridges. I, I still, because even when he made the bridges over, he told me he was going to do an album. I still didn't believe you're going to do a real album. Like, I still didn't believe. He's like, yeah, it's going to be called Criminal Minded. I'm like, okay. Like. Your, your face is going to be on the cover like a real cassette. This is how I'm talking to him. Like, like, like a real cassette like that you could play. And he's like, yeah, like, what are you talking Like, I still couldn't, you know what I mean? Like, I couldn't believe that my brother's doing this. So I didn't, in L.A., the first time we came to L.A., um, and I got to see, you know, L.A. people singing all of the, the words. It's just, it's just shocking, man, you know. And L.A. was like a whole other vibe coming from New York, you know, mm-hmm. y'all had like, you know, colors and all that stuff. Like when, you know, Ice-T was talking about colors, we like, what are you talking about? Colors, you know what I mean? Like, oh, and it was cracking back then. Yeah, crazy. But I, and it was crazy back then. In New I, York, we we had no idea. It's like colors, you know, Ice. when Ice-T said colors, I had no idea what he was talking about. Colors, what are you, what are you talking about? I am a psychopath walker. He's a night, psychopath, nightmare walking, psychopath, psychopath stalker. Yeah, I'm like, jungle, I'm a gangster stalking. Yeah, we. I was like, what is he talking about? Now, you know, when we got to when we got to um, Los Angeles, and we did, I think we did a show, and it was the show was split down the middle, and one side was red, and like one side was blue. Split right down the middle in the concert. 
And I'm like, yo, like, this is real. Like, you know, you, 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 we only saw the video, but when you get out there, I'm like, oh, LA's this, y'all, y'all real as shit out here. And, um, but they knew all the words to the songs, everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I'm going to tell you now, how did self destruction come about? Because it, to this day, that was a very important record. Extremely. Um, this I'm telling you how KRS told me because at this point when this record came out, I was still in school. '88. Mm-hmm. I was about to graduate, but I was still in school. Um, at one of his concerts in New York, uh, a, a concert goer got got killed at the concert. Somebody stabbed somebody, and he passed, unfortunately, which which sparked the uh, and Chris had a song called "Stop the Violence" that was on his uh, "By All Means Necessary" album. So that sparked that the killing and the song "Stop the Violence" sparked the whole idea. Like, yo, we should do a whole song like "We Are the World." It's gonna be like the "We Are the World" um, version in hip hop. And um, since Chris was knew everybody, he was one of the few guys that could help organize it. So he brought, you know, D Nice did the beat. Shout out to D Nice on the production, and um. You know, BDP members were on there, and then he brought people that he knew that that can get on the record. Public Enemy, Heavy D, MC Lights, That's a Sonic, Dougie Fresh. These are all his friends. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, and and that was a very important record. It went gold. All the proceeds went to I think it was the National Urban League. I think the National Urban League. All the proceeds went to the Urban League. So it was a very important record at the time. Mm-hmm. Because it led to um on the West Coast us doing something similar with we all in the same game. Yeah, we all in the same game. And to me, those were two pivotal records because for the first time you had hip hop actually speaking out against violence. And I think today I'm waiting to see which one of these young cats go be the next iteration of that to put something out because it's getting crazy right now. It really is, and you know. It- I don't know if these young dudes express themselves in music the way we did. It seems like everything for them is online, like Twitter or Instagram, and their music is just for fun. Like like when we were coming up, we had no way to express ourselves. Period. So you you know if the police you know did something to you, what you gonna do? And they'll be able to make a record. Fuck the police. That was the only way to express yourself. Or if we say you know stop the violence the only way to express yourself was to make a song. These days, these these younger artists have so many ways to get their point across. I don't even know if they think like, I should make a record about this. They probably should, but I think they're more like, I'm going to make a tweet, you know, to my having millions of people that follow me and they do it that way. Mm-hmm. Now, now you coming from hip hop kind of like from Miss Genesis. You were yeah. around, you know, to see it grow into the multi-billion... Yes international industry that it deals today and i'm not one of them old cats to sit down and knock what the youngsters is doing i like some of this stuff i think right. change is just what it is is change what it is yes you yes know, because i remember when my parents looked at me crazy when i came with the you know dressed in a certain way they're like what are you wearing like what exactly. is that you know they exactly. just didn't understand it the same way i look at some of these kids today you know with the tight skinny jeans on and they got a thing on but i'm like that's their era Mm-hmm. My my time has came and gone, so I kind of mm-hmm. I, I can sit back and appreciate the youngsters, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. But um, you guys had a moment, and you knew this was coming, mm-hmm. to where back then, if you did somebody, 
you didn't so much worry about pistol play, but you was going to get stepped to. Yes. You was going to get stepped to. Yes. And there was a group at one time that had the number one song in the country, and I swear I hated that record. Because <laughs> everybody out, they was playing that record anywhere, and it just was the softest record in the world to me. You know, I, I was a football that. player at the time, and I hated anything that was soft. I said, <laughs> I wanted to, you know, my turn that would be KRS one NWA Ice T. I mm -hmm. wanted to hear some violent stuff. You know, right, 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 you know, right, right. And they came with that record with the thump, 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 thump. <laughs> what made KRS one go off on soft ass PM Dawn? Well, you know, I, I I had talked about this on my YouTube channel. You know, it was a buildup of things. You know, it was just like things were building. We were have we were having some problems with some groups and um some other groups and um some some confrontations came out of that you know i don't want to go too deep into it but you know little little skirt things happen out of that and then pm dawn allegedly comes in the magazine and says nwa ain't really talking about nothing public enemy is making mountains out of molehills and karis one he calls himself a teacher a teacher of what it's allegedly what this dude is saying. Against the three yeah. hardest groups in hip-hop at the time. Right. Because he had the number one record in the country. When he's saying this, Set Adrift on Memory Bliss was the number one song on the pop chart. It was the number one song in America. So I guess he was feeling like, I'm that dude. You know, I don't know what he was thinking. But when he said this, and I happened at that moment to find a flyer to a party with a bunch of groups and PM Dawn was on the, on the flyer. So you instigated it then? Kind of, yeah. Because I, <laughs> I I took the flyer to Chris and I said, yo, PM Dawn is performing at this party. And the goal was to go there and battle him. We were supposed to go as a battle. Chris was going to step to him. You don't, you call me, you don't know what I'm a teacher of. I'm going to show you. You say you're an MC, let's battle. That was the, the mindset going there. But of course, when you're with, you know, other people, things could go haywire real quick. You know what I mean? The beat down posse had to show up. And 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 some some of the guys that we were with, I'm gonna how can I say this? Took matters into their own hands. They were not rappers. They were just there to, you know, when it's on, it's on. You know what I mean? We had no idea that it was gonna turn in the way it turned. But dudes rushed the stage, and somebody caught PM Dawn, pushed him off. I threw on, you know, I was in the DJ booth ready for a battle. <laughs> you know what I mean? I thought, you know, ready for like records, but I had still number one a song we had called I'm Still Number One queued up. So when they pushed PM Dawn off the stage, I dropped I'm Still Number One and the place just went to the ceiling, man. They, they just, everybody lost their minds in the whole place. Like I've never seen anything like it before since that place was savage. At that point, how high was the stage, bro? Uh, I would say the height of a basketball rim, maybe where the rim oh, would be man. on the floor. Yeah, <laughs> so the dude get hurt. Was he really hurt from that? PM Dawn, yeah, I don't know how hurt he was, but I saw him afterwards walking around on the floor, so he, he got up. So he wasn't like his legs were broken or anything, but he got up and was walking around, but he was a little, you know, disorientated. Because he had no idea this was coming because, you know, 
he's on stage rapping and somebody just walks right up to you and grabs the microphone from your hand. So he's probably like, you know, what the hell's going on? And then boop, boop, he's out to the crowd. It happened that fast. Like Chris grabbed the mic and somebody else just came, boop, boop, boop. And he's out in the crowd. So he probably was like, what the hell is this? And then music, BDP music comes on and the whole crowd is jumping. Go, go, go. It was just, he probably was like, what the hell just happened? And that was kind of the beginning of the end for them because it seemed like they fell off the face of the earth after that, man. That was the most humiliating moment for MC, for a man ever. Yeah, it was a it was a bad moment. Um, we got in a lot of trouble for that too. I have to say. That's what I was gonna ask you. Did he ever press charges or anything? He never pressed charges, but the backlash from the media was was really bad. You know, Karis One made self destruction, and how you gonna turn around and push this guy off the stage? And you know, people that weren't there were saying like. Karis one did it. He punched him in the face and he picked him up in the air. You know, people, you know how people start just adding extra. That was the person I heard. Somebody told me some guy, you know, you always got that one guy. I was there. Right. <laughs> right. He punched him in the face and the dude flew off the stage. And I was like, whoa, it just added to the legs of the Karis one. Because see, I ain't gonna get into it too much, but he wasn't the only one that caught Chris's wrath before. Right. From what I hear, because you would hear little shots being taken. What was going on with Karis one and Ice Cube, dog? Because I would hear these little barbs being passed back and forth over the years. They never really turned into nothing, but they would do little stuff like on the West Side, um, not West Side Slaughterhouse, but on the West Side Connection album, they did the, your Mag 10, you know you rule hip hop. Well, yeah. You know you rule hip hop. Dang how the West Coast rock, nigga. What was KRS one thinking when he heard all this stuff, man? Coming all that stuff coming from Ice Cube. Well, I don't. All right, let me let me say what I know because I don't want to speak too much for Chris. You know, he'd have to speak for himself. I know that at the time when Ice Cube said on America's Most Wanted, some rappers are heaven sent, but self destruction don't pay the fucking rent. That line we took that as a diss um and you know some of our apparently some people that we know reached out to ice cube and ice cube said that he was not that was not a diss like we we took it you know not what he meant he meant something else completely i personally don't know what you could possibly mean by that but i'm not an mc and you know that's you know, like I say, generals talk to generals. So KRS one Ice Cube, that's you know, they smoothed it out, they spoke. So I'm not gonna say, you know, what he said, but to me, Kenny Parker speaking, I have no idea how self-destruction don't pay the fucking rent. I don't see how that's not a diss to me. But Ice Cube said it wasn't, and him and Chris spoke and they smoothed it out. Now the West Side connection part that you're saying, I heard about that, but I don't know what Chris thought of that. I you know because he, he could have just been Bigger, I don't I don't know. I can't well, you know what I think it is, man. I'm glad it wasn't no beef. I think it's yeah. a thing that where people subconsciously as a rapper, I think every rapper thinks at some point that maybe I can get myself into a battle of words with KRS yeah. one. But I will tell you this. I don't know if you remember this. You remember Prince had a club out here called Glam Slink Grand Slink yes. downtown yeah. LA. Yes. It was three levels. I went there one night to watch KRS-One perform. And I saw KRS-One go to the hip hop level, 
wreck shit. He went to this other little pop weird level, wreck shit. Like literally on every floor over some house shit. I'm twin over some house shit. Then go to the reggae floor. I told you that's because the reggae, they was introduced to reggae as kids. But Kenny, you ain't really like it though, right? Yeah, when when we we had a stepfather who was Jamaican and he brought a Bob Marley album to the house. This is in like 74. And he's like, this guy, Bob Marley is going to be big. He's the biggest thing in Jamaica. He's going to be big. And I'm like, I don't care about this reggae music. Like I like Michael Jackson, you know, the, the Commodores, you know, whoever was out dying. So you was the contrarian of the house then? Always. Uh, I would always like, this is whack. This is bullshit. Always. Um, so I wasn't trying to hear Bob Marley, but my brother loved it for some reason. He just loved it to the point where um, he scraped together his coins and bought the next Bob Marley album that came out, Rastaman Vibration. Chris actually bought that. We were so poor. And Chris had got a job sweeping the front of the building one day. The super let him sweep in front of the building. He made like $8, which to us was like $8 million. And he took the whole $8 and bought a Bob Marley album. I'm like, what are you, crazy? We could have bought candy. You know, hosted fruit pie. You know, we could have, you know, $8 for like, we like nine years old. We could have been. Tricked, you know what I mean? With eight dollars, mm-hmm. you bought a Bob Marley album. Are you crazy? But he loved reggae. He he loved it, and and you can see later on his influence. Um, exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So I do know you have some production credits out there too. You had started mm-hmm. producing. Yes. Later on. How did that come about? Because that's the natural progression from DJing. Yes. Um. Every D. What happened was well. What happened was I, I'm DJing and. I'm at Chris's house and all of his records, he had like an extensive record collection there. So I'm starting to go through his stuff, digging through all his records. And I'm starting to see some of the records that he used, that he sampled to make songs. So I'm listening and I'm like, oh, so that's how they do it. They sample from here and they take bits and pieces of records and they make records. So I'm I'm hearing that what the record was and what Chris did with the record. So I'm like, okay, so that that's like a seed. I'm like, I want to start doing this, you know? So Chris was like, uh, you want to be, you want to be a producer here? And he gave me an SP 1200 drum machine, mm-hmm. which at the time was $2,000 for SP 1200. So not that many people had one. I mean, that's a lot of money today, but this is like 1990, $2,000 is like four or 5,000 now. I remember so he, those times. Yeah. So he gave me a SP 1200 and the book. He said, here's the instruction book. Here's the drum machine. Go. And I spent a whole year digging for records, sampling, learning how to work the machine. And when I finally, you know, learned how to do stuff, Chris was working on his album, Sex and Violence. So he came back to me like, okay, what do you got? It was like a homework assignment. Like you had this machine for a year. What do you got? So I was like, okay, I got this and this and this. And next thing you know, I started doing music for him. That was the first person I started working with. And then my friend Heather B., she started working on some music and she had a record deal. He was like, well, that's your friend. Go over there and make some beats for her too. 
you know, so I started going over there. So it was like anybody in BDP I was working with, Mad Lion, go over there and make some beats for him too. Like, you know, I was just like the in-house producer for BDP. That's how I really started that's producing. Dope. That's dope because Karis One seems like he likes to empower people around him because that's dope. Like Absolutely. he was a brother. He encouraged you to get into this. Hey, man, make some beats. I think yeah. that's real dope, man. Yeah, he throw you right in though. Like he don't, he don't like inch you in. He push you right in the 12 feet. Like this is what you want to do? Push, go. And and you better be dope when next time I see you. Like, that's how he is. Like, especially with me, you know, like, you know, I'm his younger brother. He's like, yo, so you want to make beats? Here's a stack of records and a drum machine. You better come back with something. You know what I mean? So I'm like, okay, this is what I got. And you right. better come with it, man. Um, I remember at a time, man, KRS-One seems like, even now when you listen to his music today, he always changed with the times of progress. Mm -hmm. I know one thing I was pissed off about, man, like the whole situation with him and Nelly. I didn't think Nelly had no business trying to challenge Karis when that was the wackest stuff ever to me. I was like, to me where's, too. The where's the level of respect that you're trying to go at Karis one? You know how I understood it. I'm getting all this from Chris. So I, I, I can't, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but from how I understood it, that was a misunderstanding. N Nelly made a record called number one or something like that mm -hmm. and some people told nelly that karis one didn't like your song because it sounded like i'm still number one which chris wasn't even thinking about nelly like that so chris actually put out a um press release going you know i have no problems with nelly you know i wouldn't even battle nelly he's not really my contemporary if i was going to do a battle probably be with like kane or rakim that made more sense because we were all contemporaries you know, good luck to Nelly in the future. But Nelly was already in the studio. And he jumped on um, Freeway's record. I think it was Rock the Mic remix. And he just started dissing. KRS dissing. So he kind of like heard KRS was, oh, KRS mad, I'm, I'm, I'm already on it. So that's how it elevated. So once Nelly said that, then I guess Chris responded. And it was just, but to me, that was just a mess. It wasn't even really... You know, it, it was just to me that to me that was just a mess. It was lackluster because, like I said, Nelly don't have no business even being mentioned in the same breath as KRS One, and that's not gonna knock the Nelly. But what they do is two different things. They're in two different worlds, but you know, a people like controversy, and you know, at that time Nelly was selling what he was selling like five times platinum or something. Oh, Nelly was moving, yeah, he was yeah, yeah. So he was moving records. So you know, he's an MC. What? I guess Nelly was like, what? you know, this is good. This is giving me that could have been his childhood dream to battle right. KRS One. Right. That's right. what I mean. Yeah, yeah, that was his child. Yeah, of course, it was his childhood dream. But like, let's switch a little bit, and we really here because you got this this best selling book. My mm -hmm. my brother's wow. name is Kenny, the greatest true hip hop story ever told, and it's actually number twenty one on the Amazon charts for rap music books. You know what I'm saying? So congratulations mm -hmm. on Salute. that. Thank you so much. Thank you. you. Um, and and this book is actually these great stories that you're telling. So, like when you decided to tell these stories, just of your regular life, you know what I'm saying? Like, how how was that received by the people that was gonna be mentioned in the book? Because you got to talk about some deep stuff, far as your upbringing and what your mother went through. Yeah. Transforming into I'm the DJ and my brother is a super mega star. And so when you decided to write this book. 
who did you talk to and not maybe get their approval, but get their understanding that I can tell this story because I was actually there? Well, both of those things happened. Um, I started, uh, well, I'm a hip hop fan. So I, I study everybody's story. I go to all of the movies and watch all the biopics or whatever. Biopics? Biopics? I'm not sure I say that. Um, but I was like, you know, most people's stories, most people come from the hood, like we came from the hood, but they were more like involved in street stuff. And like I had mentioned before, we were completely opposite kids like that. Like no one was really telling the story from the perspective of regular kids in this crazy hood environment, you know? And for me, like we didn't have a father figure. So I had to figure out how to maneuver in Brooklyn and the Bronx. And it was very difficult. You could imagine, you know, coming up at that time. But so I wanted to tell a story, a hood story from the perspective of someone who was not in a gang or who was not, you know, robbing people and stuff like that. Actually, who had got robbed. I got robbed numerous times as, as a youth coming up. Mm-hmm. So, like, no one ever tells that side of the story. So, I'm like, that's A, I wanted to tell that story for people like me. And I wanted to tell a story, like, I feel like I witnessed a miracle um, coming from where we con- where we came from and how poor we were. And we went through homelessness, child abuse, crime, everything that you could think of that would be a statistic to say a guy's not going to, kids are not going to make it. We went through that. And for my brother to become the artist that he became, and I, I had like a front row seat to watch the whole thing. I was like, this is almost a miracle that I'm watching, how we got from here to here. I got to tell the world what I saw. So I went to Chris and I'm like, you know, I want to write this book. But in order for me to tell a story, I got to really tell the whole story, like the whole embarrassing thing, things people don't know about our family. And I know you have a a, a pretty crafted career over 30 years. I don't want to say anything to, you know, hurt your image. And his exact words were, I don't give a fuck. Tell it all. <laughs> like That's what he said. So once he said, I don't give a fuck, tell it all. I'm like, okay, I'm going to tell every, you know, every little nook and cranny so people could really see where we were at a certain point as teenagers and, mm-hmm. and how I escaped the hood through sports and how he escaped the hood through music. And it's, it's, it's unbelievable. So I said, I'm going to tell his story. And how long... How long did it take you to put the book together? Well, from the time I decided to tell a story, it took me about a year to write the the bulk, like the the rough job, like the whole story, and then you start chopping it down, editing it down to to the to the real meat. So probably like a year to write it, probably like a year to edit it down to the to the meat, and then put everything together, get the cover and get it up to spec. So probably like two and a half years, maybe from the time I spoke to my brother and said, I want to do it. Cause once I spoke to him and he said, go ahead, that's when it was real, a real goal. Cause if he had said, you know, I don't really want you to say this. Or I don't really want you to say this. It would have been like, you know, maybe I shouldn't tell a book. Cause if I'm not going to tell everything, I might as well not do it. But once he said, tell everything, that's when it became real. So probably two and a half, three years. Yeah, because Santuan is a um Santuan is a um, published offer, yeah. one offer as well itself. And I see his process. So salute 
for you actually making it happen because see, you know what me watching him it's a very ambitious endeavor yeah it is it is so i wanted to talk to you more about rose daniels involvement because i know that the process you just described when you're working with a co-author or as told to author then that author also has to make it to your liking after breaking it down so far so where did rose daniels come in in this process did they start this process with you and or how did that come about that you even incorporated working with rose rose was a couple of things first of all rose encouraged me to write myself i i wrote the book i was going to hire a writer when we rose okay rose daniels offered to help me put my book together and so I said to Rose, okay, you know, we need to hire like a professional writer. And she was like, no, you write it yourself and tell a story in your own words. So she told me that. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to tell Rose the story. She didn't know. She knew who KRS-One was. She probably knew like two or three songs, but she was much younger. So I'm like, if I could convince her that this is a good story, I could convince the world. So my goal was to tell Rose the story and see if I can convince her that it's good. So that's what we started doing. I started going chapter by chapter, like this happened, this okay, happened. Why Rose though? If she wasn't a professional writer, neither one of you were. So what what was it so special about her that made you even want to tell her the story so you could factor in if this is a story worth telling? Why does that opinion matter so much? Well, she was the first person that said I would help you. And she had a background in radio. Okay. She used to uh, do, she does interviews. She used to work at uh, thisis50.com doing interviews. She used to work at Hot 97 in New York City. So she had a, she had a background in doing interviews. So I'm like, okay, she can probably help me to navigate what I want to say. And also the fact that she's probably 20 years younger than me. Um, so I'm like, I, she would be a perfect person to try to, because if she don't understand what I'm talking about, nobody's going to understand. So if, if I say to her, Red Alert used to play played our song, and if she goes, well, who's Red Alert? So now I got to go, okay, I got to be more descriptive. I got to explain to people who's Red Alert, because there's a lot of people. You would assume that people would know who that is, but if she goes, who's Red Alert? Then I got to say, okay, let me explain who Red Alert is. Or if I say, New York was like this when I was growing up. And if you look at New York now, like Times Square looks like Disney World. But when I was growing up, Times Square was one of the most dangerous places in the country, the deuce. So if I tell her, yo, we was on the deuce and it was wild and she's looking at me like, what are you talking about? Times Square looks like this. And I got to go, okay, I got to explain to people what, what the deuce was like because there's a lot of people that's not going to understand what it was like in the 70s and 80s. So that my relationship with her like that helped me to tell the story. Right. Cause it helped you get more descriptive and explain right. what was going on. So right. it actually gave you the storytelling ability. Now you released the book in May yes. and now to see it, like people really reading the story is moving up the charts. And this mm -hmm. is you because like I'm a real identical twin. So you and Chris being 10 months apart and me being an identical twin, like when it's, People know you from him and him from you, but like right. this is strictly your point of view. Explain yeah. the feeling of 
now people know Kenny Parker. You know, you used to play basketball and people started noticing you because your brother said your name in a rap. Mm-hmm. Now this is you and you get to tell your story. Explain the feeling the first time you put your book in your hand. That not the not the print copy, but the author copy, and it's not out yet. And you open that box and you pick it up and you put it in your hand. I've had that moment. Mm-hmm. Explain that moment at that point in your life, what that meant to you. It's surreal because you work so long on it and you are probably going over the book 50 times, 60 times getting it right. And when you finally get it in your hand, the author copy, like you said, it's real. This is realness. No longer in your mind. It's no longer a draft. It's no longer magic. This is a real book, and everyone is going to read, it and they're going to know my innermost thoughts, and they're going to know what I, you know, the BDP story from my perspective. And my my thing was that I know the story is unlike anything anyone's ever read, but I hope I tell it right. That's my thing. I hope that I can express to people how unlikely this Karis one's rise was and 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 my escape from New York basically um how unlikely it was if I could tell the story right it's gonna be dope so that was my biggest thing did I did I tell the story right will people get what I'm saying and that's why Rose was so important to me because if I can get her to get what I'm saying I felt like I can get you know, a lot of people to understand. Okay, now with that moment, what was the moment like the first time you ever pressed play on a record as a DJ in front of people? Actually, <laughs> and funny, I went I went through this in the book. My first time pressing play and, and, and playing music for people was at a BDP concert. I went from practicing in Chris's music room to a concert the next day. And I was actually so paralyzed almost with fear that I, when, when, when they said, ladies and gentlemen, BDP and the curtain opened and the lights shined on me, I was like, I can't do this. But then I was like, well, there's nowhere to go now. <laughs> like you up here now. So I kind of went into sports mode. Like, okay, run the play. You know what I mean? Run the plays. So it's basically, you know the songs, you know the order, run the plays. So for me, it was more like I was an athlete up there. You know, like even like you talk about football, you know that Mm -hmm. they yell a certain play, you run 20 yards, cut left, right, ball Mm -hmm. should be there. You know, that's how I was with the song. When Chris does this, this happens. When he does that, that happens. So for me, after the show, then I was exhilarated. But during the show, I was just so focused on, you know, don't mess up because, you know, mm-hmm. it was like, you know, it's like three, four thousand people. In this, and it was in uh, Oakland, Oakland, California was my first BDP show. That's really dope, man. Dope. Well, we appreciate you coming on the show, man. And guys, I encourage everyone to go out and grab this book. My brother's name is Kenny, the greatest hip hop story ever told. The yes. link is going to be in the description. Make sure you guys go purchase this book. And I think this book is going to be made into a movie one day. That would be dope. I think I think it has, I mean, I don't want to sound biased, but I think it has 
maybe the makings of a movie. I mean, the story is wild. I mean, I go into a lot of detail about what it was like growing up in New York for kids like us and to see hip hop, they live on Cool Herc's block when hip hop is created. And then to see my brother who was homely. I mean, he was homeless for most of his teenage years running away from home. He was just like a delinquent. And to see him become KRS one and lecture in universities, and he didn't even finish the ninth grade. And he's lecturing at Harvard and Yale. It's like, it's unbelievable. I'm like, y'all got to see, y'all got to read this. I got to tell you how this happened. So thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Oh, brother, anytime, anytime. And um, make sure you go actually subscribe to Kenny Parker's YouTube channel. A lot yes. of dope stories on there, amazing stories. And that, you know, from the first time I saw you, saw you on your channel and I discovered your channel looking for something else, I said, whoa. I got to have this dude in the show. I don't want to watch no more. I said, I don't want to see no more because this going to mess up the interview. I want to get him on there. I hit you that same night. Like, brother, we got to get you on the show, bro. Yes, yes, yes. And I was like, let's go. Let's and go. Make sure, guys out there, too, that you go visit my guest co-host tonight, him and his brother, Antoine. They have a podcast called The Connected Experience that's really off the chain. I implore you to hit the link. I'm going to have that down there, too. Y'all go subscribe. And we'll catch you guys next week. Peace. We out of here. Oh, Kenny, before I go, yeah. where can they find you on Instagram? You know, you, we got the younger people on there. You talk about getting the young yes. girl to write your book. We got to get the gram up, dog. I'm on Instagram. Everything is DJ Kenny Parker. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, just DJ Kenny Parker. For sure, for sure. And make sure y'all hit my homeboy, San Twine, up at TCE Pod. At TCE Pod. He got a twin brother. I can't tell him apart still. And I've been messing with him for years and I still can't tell him apart. The Connected Experience at TCE Pod on Twitter and at TCE Pod on Instagram. And we out of here, y'all. Peace. Peace. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the driving to work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. 
Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthierhappenstogether. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. 